Welcome back to Dialogue Choices, everybody. It's Game Stonks episode. We've got Stephanie here who doesn't Hello. know about stonks, and we got Bird I'm... here that does know about stonks, and that's the meme word, and I'm saying it. It has Very to be. Good. like We can't say otherwise, otherwise it's... If stonks it's are boring, stonks, stonks are cool. Better. Yeah. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> but Bird, what the fuck is going on? Oh my god. Okay, we're just gonna go dive right into it. Yeah. So, um, there's a subreddit called Wall Street Bets, and as far as, I don't know what the hell it is. <laughs> I've been following it for years, I've met people on it, I've posted on it, I've talked to people about it. I can't really figure out what the hell it is, but basically it's just a bunch of people that it's like a meme slash shit posting board for people that invest in the stock market. Now, uh, <laughs> what they often do is um, very, very risky, very bad investment strategies. So there's something called a call option which I won't go into much detail about it, but basically what it is is you're saying, I will buy this stock at a certain price um, three weeks from now. And if the stock is above that price, then relative to what... So, you, so you'll say, I'm going to buy some stock at $10 per share three weeks from now. And three weeks from now, if that stock is worth more than $10 a share, then you've made that difference. You've made $2 a profit on each uh, share. So what people will do on Wall Street Bets is they'll, they'll, pick some, they'll pick some stock. It's usually a very cheap stock, like a penny stock or something. And they'll say, this stock that's currently at $10 a share... Uh, I'm going to buy it uh, if the price goes above like $50, like something absurd. And the thought being that uh, those options are super cheap because nobody thinks it's going to happen. When you say so you can options, buy, you can buy when you say options, like it's a, you mean it's a contract, an option is oh, like a contract. Yeah, so I'm, like, I'm buy, like actually like, already confused because they, they look at something that's low and they say they'll buy it if it gets high. Which is yes. like, isn't that the opposite of how you're supposed but to the, stock market? I think the yes. idea is that so, it's never going to get high, so you, you're not going to have to do that, right? Well, no, no, no. So the idea is that um, you buy something way higher than its current price. Uh, and if it goes... It, so you're saying um, when you buy that contract, that contract could be worth like a penny. And you can buy like a thousand of them. And then if the stock price between one week and three weeks from now doesn't even have to get above 50 if it gets closer to 50 then the value of the contract goes up because the potential for that contract to make more money grow, goes a little higher the probability so there's like changes. a stock market outside of the stock market that's a separate stock market of contracts yeah kind of yeah. Uh, so the options market is maintained by uh, out of Chicago. It's not maintained on uh, the, <laughs> it's not the, Wall Street? the Wall Street. Yeah. Oh. No. It's because yep. it wasn't there originally. It's a. It's a. Yeah, it immediately got more confused system. than I thought I'd get. People <laughs> are betting IOUs, I think. Yeah, yeah. you're kind of. Well, anyway, so. 
the trading promises. Of yeah. The, so, the, so, so the contract itself has a certain amount of value associated with it. So you buy a really shitty, super worthless contract, and then if the stock price goes up, the probability of your contract actually being worth money uh, also increases. So, but isn't it just a contract like, that's promising to buy a thing if it gets high, which means it's just making it's forcing you to just spend a bunch of money on a thing that's it's, unusually high it's price not than a before? Promise. It's not a promise. It's a option. It's not. It's a. It's a. It's an, a, the ability to do it, but not the obligation to do it. Do you not normally have the ability to just buy them? You do. It's just what? way I'm, cheaper. I'm, I'm just really confused what the contract accomplishes. Uh, well, normally it's useful. I'm talking about the way that Wall Street Bets does it, which is a little different, which is why it's really confusing. So basically what you're doing is you're buying a contract that's effectively useless now on the very, very off chance that it becomes useful later. Oh, I see what you're talking about. Yeah. Because so you all, buy... Uh, you, you've been you talking about this like a, I, Yeah, what? Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> podcasts like fun stuff yeah. uh okay i'll go um so you buy like a thousand of these contracts at like a penny a piece you know they're super useless um and then by some stroke of luck the stock actually does approach 50 dollars. and if if it gets to say like 45 48 or something it doesn't even have to go above 50 it's close enough that the value of the contract goes up so your contract that you bought for one cent might actually grow to be like worth like a dollar and a half or two dollars or something. And if you have a thousand of them, then the you basically make like a shit ton of money. Um, but you took a huge risk because you bought like a bunch of worthless shit on the very, very, very minor chance that the stock goes up. Well, it's not an infinite risk, though, which is what no, which is what the other side of the coin is. That you can make it infinite risk if you, you, can, if you know what you're doing, isn't it? <laughs> like, yes. Because the thing, the, the way it works is Wall Street bets tends to what. So what you're saying is they basically they buy cheap to in the hopes that it'll go it'll go expensive through a very complicated process. <laughs> because yes, I, yeah. Um, but th what happened this week is sort of the opposite. That, or rather, what what happened this week has been is, is what happened all weeks since then because uh, since yeah. forever because people have been shorting stocks a hedge fund specifically as far as i understand it yeah so, so what, uh do contracts come happened? into play at all in what happened because i don't understand them do options come into play the, the, yeah did those matter yeah. for Walsh, for the gamestop thing because i yeah, don't they do. really yeah, they, get what yeah. they are well i think it's how yeah. that's yeah i think it's what yeah happened is it isn't it isn't it like the sheer number of people who ended up buying the the mm -hmm. cheap options or what inflated the price of the options just, to begin I with they're just buying stock yes. well, they were well, doing so both. the wall street bet people were buying the stock the head fund head funds uh, hedge funds had bought the shorts so they yeah. made the contract saying like gamestop's worthless it's going to be worthless forever it will never not be worthless and so no, oh, everyone's been contextualizing bets. that as them borrowing stocks, and essentially yeah, because, that's like yeah. with the promise they have to pay them back. Yeah, but again, the idea is that uh, they're borrowing on the assumption that the stock won't go up. Yeah, I was confused because uh, Bird explained options as some kind of weird bet that a stock will go up, maybe. 
though you yep. don't have to use it but you bought it yeah and i don't know what it so, is i still understand what it is because you can buy them anyway <laughs> it's like you buy the option to get the stock but also you could just get the stock without the options so i don't so, know what the option so, uh, so i guess i guess the question is why would a person buy uh, an option as opposed to buying a stock what is the benefit of doing that as opposed to just buying the stock to begin with so buying an option um is generally a lot cheaper than buying the stock because there's no guarantee that the contract is going to actually be good in the end and is it if the, I, but and what also, is the option well the, what does it do i think the pe- it's so a is contract it the people who who are what? the people who are selling the options are trying to make like a quick buck off of something that they think is not going to ever be worth anything right because they're like well i might as well just sell this for a penny because this stock will never be worth anything but i can get a bunch of people to buy it by making it cheaper yes. and making it an option as opposed to just having the price of the stock be the price of the stock is that right uh, precisely Okay, cool. And, and, <laughs> Get with and it, because Keith. of that, it, that's a well, fortunate that thing. Is I was, I was fixated on birds, so I missed the first half of everything you said. And I'm like, oh fuck, I don't know where she went. <laughs> Apparently, it's the perfect explanation. I I'm a genius. <laughs> I was like, fuck. Yeah, it's so complicated because there's also the other person on the end of an option. So when you buy an option, you're buying it from like another person who is betting, usually that the contract is going to be worthless. So. You have you buy a thousand contracts from somebody else who's willing to sell them, and the person who's selling them is usually like, "Yeah, there's no, I can make like a hundred bucks or whatever." That's basically guaranteed money. If 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 you buy a stock that's like, or sorry, if you buy an option that's ninety nine percent likely to never work out, then from the seller's perspective, it's like, "Hey, ninety nine percent of the time, I'm going to make like a profit off of just selling this to some like." gambler on on reddit <laughs> yeah i guess but that's that's why i uh, sorry go ahead oh no no i'm sorry you go first i was gonna just contextualize it because it feels to me that the the reason it's cheaper is because it is a riskier contract than just buying stock yeah because it, because it can buying get... stock is just you own the stock at the end and if the it's the, the, the options the don't work out you do, you are left with nothing basically yes okay so you're just spending money to have a chance at winning that's, yeah. I, I, <laughs> can I propose a no, metaphor? Can we just abolish the stock market? Yes. <laughs> well, or that. Uh, or what, that is it, what is it even accomplishing? To, uh, it inflates our economy's worth. So Which is all be, made up too. Stock, Everything's it's well, like yeah. seven, yes, but, seventeen layers of artifice. Well, hate, it has really to be so because otherwise there would be a lot of problems. Economy has to exist on a on a like a really big level of trust. Because all of our pretend money goes to the there. pretend money jungle gym, and they all play with each other, and then that makes Twitter well, worth something, even though it doesn't have monetization or something. I do like all the memes <laughs> I, about money not being real. Like, oh, we can't let them know that money isn't real. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's the thing. Is like, a, it's all backed by a country's trust, and e- every country trusts each other to an extent that they say, like, yeah, I guess your money is that valuable or that worthwhile, but. You can also like super cheat the system at the expense of your own people, which is like what yeah. Germany did post World War II. Is there like, aha, yep. suckers, we're gonna make our money so worthless we can pay back all our debts real quick? And it's Italy like, did the same, and fuck, I think Portugal for a while. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, so and it's, I think China again, is doing something like that as well, like right now. Oh yeah, they've been manipulating their currency yeah. for decades. But yeah. like that's the thing is like it. Yeah, Keith, it is just fake. It is just made up. We all just kind of like agree (laughs) that it has this value because otherwise there is no economy. Nobody has an economy. It's just like people 
weirdly I don't handing think each other true. dead trees for no fucking reason. <laughs> no, I don't I, think I, that's true. The reason, Here you go. I, I just always compare economies to German board games. What? Yeah, yeah. what? <laughs> German, German board, game. board game. Yeah, German, the German style exist. of board games are the ones that always have convoluted point systems where you're trying to win victory points oh. via all these different oh, yeah. economies oh, and interactions. Yeah. Like, it's a really specific style. You want to... Let me, let me pull up the Black-Scholes equation <laughs> real quick, which shows you uh, the exact way that this, the price of an option is determined. Like, whenever uh, I discuss, like, how arbitrary these things are, it's always, like, just like a German board well, games. Or whenever or, you discuss, like, the idea of, like the farce of the idea that like rich people will just inherently do good for some reason it's like well just look at german board games it's just like no your goal is just to win you look at the rule set and find the best way to manipulate it to get your best result and that's at why they're rich because that's, that's just what the whole genre is it's my favorite genre yep. of board games but it's a horrible way to run a world that is an oddly specific thing to pull out of your brain every once in a while to make yeah. your world make this sense to the, you yeah or like suburbia or whatever which determines um the price of a of an option. Well, I am looking at that from far away, and that looks complicated already. <laughs> oh, no, that's numbers. numbers. Uh, not numbers. not just numbers, but some of the special derivative e ones that are hard to understand if you're not actively uh, using yeah, them. Yeah, I think this is an ODE. I don't really remember. I haven't looked at it in a while. Uh, I like when I the math gets so complicated that it looks like it's just spelling stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yes, it's say, the links the rest of, mark. You've added uh, words to math, which makes it not math anymore. It is now an essay. <laughs> yeah, you have now you have yeah. now written something poorly. Yeah, they write um, they write science papers about that. All right, and they probably do shall actually. We, Economics is really complicated. Shall we get back to talking about game stonks? Just before you proceed, I I okay. would like to show my appreciation to. I thought I knew this. I knew what was going on with the game stonks, <laughs> but. Uh, your contextualization, you saying what the options are, I think it clarifies a lot, uh, honestly. Yeah. I, I don't know if Keith agrees, because he was saying he didn't understand. <laughs> well, but I, I, I gotta go back and it. replay the part where Stephanie explained it later, <laughs> and then I'll get it. I can't just make repeat it all. This, this preamble helps, at least for oh, me, good. hopefully. I'm glad. Wait, what the, what the hell is D and E? <laughs> That's a good <laughs> question, actually. Those don't fucking stand for anything. <laughs> he doesn't say... <laughs> They threw them in I, there looking, to make it pretty. What, what caught me off guard is I've, I've heard so many explanations an and nobody has said the word that? option yet. What the hell? Oh, this uh, is, this uh, is contracts this, are the same thing. You already explained that. Like, it, I mean, math uh, is also made up, but it's less made up than, yeah, than money. Can't. Oh, God. Are, are let's not sure? have a podcast because about Plato. This is like... <laughs> these are language, like these are letters, things that are also made up. Like you've you've combined I, two made up things what into is one. Time? <laughs> math, what is time? What is anything? Math is actually concrete and useful. It's just I hate it. Gets really complicated in the way it's expressed. I think wow. yeah, I, we're looking at it. I don't know if this is going to show up on the podcast. Everything in that equation works the same way today as it will tomorrow, as whereas money doesn't. <laughs> you yeah. say that, but the money like, will just change imaginarily. This is about money. Im yeah. Actual imaginary wow. numbers in math are more consistent than money. <laughs> <laughs> well put. Well put. What is an imaginary? It's like a negative square root. <laughs> so I forget. Yeah, that's one. Yeah. Square root, square root of minus one, yeah. An imaginary number is effectively a rotation between positive and negative. So you can think of it as how negative a number is. It'll never not be funny to me that it's just called an so, imaginary number. <laughs> so, like, one is, like, fully positive and negative one is fully negative. And then, like, 
There's a middle one plus two I is like negative. kinda negative. <laughs> it's you don't, it, I, you don't know if it's negative or not until you observe it. <laughs> oh jeez. No, you just like it's just an addendum. You add to the number. I think it's always like multiplied by the I, so the imaginary number. So yeah. like it's always it's like a sticky bit. You, you oh just God. do your normal math and then you add the bit oh that's God. imaginary because nobody can understand it anyway. Like, St Stonk says, I, I almost do it. minored in math and <laughs> talking about math with people is always let's, amazing. Yeah, let's so, the so you have an imaginary math degree? Wonderful. <laughs> Damn, dude. <laughs> imaginary out of the sticky bits. Yeah. Okay, so what did the hedge funds do? So what did the hedge funds do? So <laughs> that, they that. came at it from a they came at it from a different direction. So they did what's called shorting a stock, which is actually a lot simpler than what an option is. So that's all. That's the only explanation I've heard so far. That's why I was cu so caught off guard. I liked that movie yeah. with uh, Steve Carell. The Big Short. <laughs> that movie Number was actually one. actually I did learn a lot from that because it had uh, yeah. Margot Robbie explain stocks while sitting in a bathtub. <laughs> and I had, like, <laughs> <laughs> and had a, something that for everybody. Sounds like a pretty good. <laughs> but I think you should have done it like that. <laughs> <laughs> This is now an X-rated stream. That's why it's <laughs> full why, frontal stock market. That's why Bert sounds so distant. He's in the bathtub. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so what you can do if you have a shit ton of money and your brokerage has a lot of trust in you, what you can do is you can open what's called a margin account. And what that means is that you can borrow money from your the person that you're doing all your deals with all your trades through um, you can borrow, you can take out a loan from them to do uh, certain kinds of trades. So when you short a stock, you're temporarily taking a loan out to God, let me make sure I get this right. Sorry. This is, I mean, this is also a problem Robin hood had in the past too, didn't they? Yep. Like, can we just they recently just overcome like this problem of uh, there was a, uh, an exploit. Okay. So what you oh, do is you borrow shares that you don't own um, and then sell them to another investor. So You're basically selling the shares you don't own. Let, let, yeah, and you do, that by way that. Of, you do that by way of taking out margin with your broker. Mm -hmm. So you, yeah. you're basically, your, your broker will buy the shares on your behalf through a loan and then you uh, turn around and sell it. And if the stock price goes down you've made money because you kind of done the opposite of buying the stock it's important to note that you're you, then forced to buy the the stock back because you need to give them back to the people you loan you yeah because you owe from. the stocks yeah sort so it's, of. It, it works like any other goods but it's like borrowing a like a, a football from your friend and then selling it and then later on you, you buy it again for cheaper it's like, it exactly, yes, it's, that's, it's like that's exactly it. It's like going yeah. to the casino and then uh, your friend lending you ten bucks, and then you use that money to bet, and then whatever profits you make, you get to keep. But you have to give your friend back his ten bucks, right? Yeah, but mm -hmm. scarier yeah. Exactly. because the ten scarier, bucks yeah. is pretty stable. It, it's actually a lot well, in the short is, term, yeah, at yeah. least. So, but if yeah. you buy a stock, it opposite. might be like a different product by the time you're done. Yeah, because well, so, yeah, the that's opposite. the thing. Is it's like so? It. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Okay. I, uh, what I mean to say is that, um, like, it's the opposite because the, where you borrow the ten bucks, 
what you're buying in the casino, what you're borrowing is the chips themselves. So you don't know how much they're going to cost. And the price is infinite. If it like if it goes up, it can go for billions and I billions like for a chair. I like the one more. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. The, the, the casino and so the what chips you do is you borrow some toilet really paper, confusing. you got to pay them back the toilet paper, but then the pandemic hits and the toilet paper is really, really expensive on Amazon now. And now you're screwed. <laughs> there yeah. you go. So that's so kind if, of a good analogy, too. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, Andrew. Uh, I was going to say so the thing is basically you, you like, uh, sorry, I'm trying to remember now what the. Um, Stephanie uh, had said. Um, she was talking about the casino. Football casino token for toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> Stonks. Yeah, no, I was trying to remember what the, the analogy was uh, for what's happening. <laughs> like, the the idea was that... Uh, yeah, the and on that same vein, the idea was that basically someone had taken, like, $25 or uh, had borrowed $25 and... Sorry, I you know what? Never mind. I don't know. I can't. I cannot. I can't remember the middle part of this, which is the most important. Well, the, my, uh, my understanding of what's of why but, Wall Street's uh, bets, not Wall Street itself, uh, the Reddit is mad at these is, these funds is because they specifically will like they'll trash a company essentially and harm yeah. the company and its employees because what they'll do is they'll intentionally borrow a bunch of stocks, sell them in mass, and like whenever you buy a stock, the stock value goes up. Whenever you sell a stock, the stock stock value goes down. I assume right. by a little bit, but if you do it in mass, then you tank the market for that particular stock, which harms the company. And then you then and then since the price is so much lower, you then buy back your borrowed stocks at the lowered price, and then you make just, the profit of the entire in between of how much it dropped in the meantime. So you're just profiting off of yeah. actively harming companies and just contributing yes. nothing to the world. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So and that's, that's why that's this why... is much more common with like cheaper stocks. Like GameStop, I think was when was when did that happen? When it was like I think it was four seven dollars a share? Like it was cheap. No, it was it like was... it was five dollars. Five. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so uh let me see. They bought I think a hundred and forty percent dollars when this kinda all started going down. Was it? Maybe not even that. I thought it was four. Okay. I saw I saw somewhere four or seven. It, it was like it was like like the ten eleven dollar range. Yeah. Uh, in November and then like. Yeah. So before before kinda, shit got crazy, it was like yeah, like almost seventy. If you got a couple billion dollars, you can do stuff like that with the with a ten dollar stock. I mean, obviously, no one's going to do this with like Google or Amazon or something where it's thousands of dollars for a single share. Um, but you can do it with like a like these kind of cheaper stocks, and um, people were uh, so there was this this um, firm that did a shit ton of uh, short interest in uh, GameStop, and basically what happened is they they Reddit, really overleveraged the themselves they did they <laughs> yeah. did a ton of risk into this um and reddit noticed and they decided fuck this fuck these like vultures so they decided to just start buying the stock and start memeing it in return <laughs> and then that <laughs> that ran away Oh my God, did it ever. So GameStop stock shoots up from like, what was it? Like $15, $16 or something to like 40. That's devastating. 
you know, if you're this company that took out like multiple billions of dollars, assuming the stock was going to go down from like $15 to $10, and instead it goes up from 15 to like 40, 45, I mean, you're looking you, at you now owe like four times loss. what you put in with no benefit or yeah. more actually yeah time, uh, i think there it was, was one and a half you... times what they put in um oh. it just so happened that they put in so much that that's like basically what they were worth um <clears throat> bird how many okay like well i guess this is kind of a it really varies a lot but when people buy like when when these very rich folk <laughs> like buy socks how many socks do they tend to buy like what is like do people just buy like a couple or do they buy like hundreds or like how does that what's the normal thing to do do people buy um, like, like stocks in handfuls so, or yeah usually you're gonna buy stocks in multiples of 100 um, oh wow then yeah that would yeah, be a lot of money <laughs> yeah multiples of 100 are considered like um professional style of trading uh and also like all of your tools uh all of your systems are going to be kind of optimized around that sort of math so uh if you say you, you can buy a single share but um you know it's gonna if you then need to like sell stuff like it, it gets a little bit weird um it just becomes a little bit suboptimal if you're not like uh buying and selling things in multiples of 100 I think Good. my honestly, like a quick little side note, my favorite story to come from this is that a kid who got like a couple, he got like a few stocks for his bar mitzvah from his grandma from GameStop because oh, yeah. she <laughs> thought it'd be cute if he had investment in like his favorite company. And then this happened and he got to sell his stocks for like, he made like a few thousand bucks or something. <laughs> he was very happy. Yeah. 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 Um, so the I mean, I haven't, I haven't really been paying attention to um, how much in terms of just raw stocks people were trading of GameStop. I assume that they were probably doing like, I don't know. Usually, you would see maybe transactions of like ten thousand, fifty thousand, or something at a time. What like what is after hours volume? Dollars or stocks? Stocks, shares. Ooh. Wow. What's after yeah. hours volume? Uh, that's getting so complicated. Yeah, because <laughs> we'll market watch we'll is saying one point story, but we'll definitely get uh, talking Doesn't about. Doesn't the stock market stuff. close every day or something? Is that what that's related to? Yes. Yeah. And also so, on the weekends, because yeah. when, when we're recording. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, this one hedge fund uh, basically was in some major hot water, and. Uh, they had to hold like so basically the, this company called citron research or something like that they held a um like a like a voice like a over like a zoom call or something like that with just like investors or people that were like customers of them and they were like you know basically shit talking wall street bets in a very like roundabout oblique way uh, and this pissed off Wall Street bets even more. <laughs> so they bought more shares. And then I think they were able to push it up from 40 to about like 100 or something. Jeez. And then uh, people were like, that's when you started people, you started seeing people that were millionaires. Like, you know, and I'm talking like multimillionaires. Like people, when it got to that level, they were like $10, $15, $10, 15000000 um winners you know so then that's when stuff really started getting spicy um people were just really like hopping onto the hype train 
Fucking Elon Musk tweets game stonks. <laughs> he tweets that. And the value of the stock went from like 150 to like $400 because he fucking <laughs> oh tweeted GameStonks. And, oh he put, and he put a link to Wall Street Bets into his tweet. And yep. and that that even happened after hours, which is also really funny. Um, so I guess the way that an after hours trade works is that uh, you can basically promise to some... You can buy a contract where you're promising to somebody, uh, I will buy this many shares when the stock market opens up. And uh, that way you can trade basically like 24 seven. Um, but there is a lot less people trading at that time there. Uh, Cause the contracts are a lot You're more like expensive. pre-ordering your trades for later. Yeah, basically that's a, that's a perfectly fine way to think about it. Um, so people will do that. And then, so what Elon Musk did is he tweeted about it uh, in after hours. So the stock rose to like 400 or 500 points um, during after hours which is insane because like that level of movement is absurd. Uh, <laughs> it's like, a, I've never heard of anything like that happening. Um, yeah. I don't think this sort of phenomenon yeah. could have happened before the age of the internet. Yeah. Or the internet as it so, is today anyway. Uh, along the way, um, the original hedge fund company that took out all these short positions had to scramble to get like two or three billion dollars of um, loans to cover their asses. Like, it like was the time limit really, ran really out really for their for the the stocks being loaned out, so they had to pay them back. No, and so they're like no time limit involved in this, and that's there's where not? shit's gone really wrong for people. Yeah, um, because you don't have you only have to pay back your your shorts if uh you wind up in a position where your loan to your brokerage gets too risky for them to be comfortable with giving it to you so if you're if your brokerage is like hey we gave you like a like a couple million dollar loan or something and with the way the stock is gone you currently owe us like a billion dollars or something like i'm just throwing out ridiculous numbers uh, it's definitely not even that risky. Like, so did, you, did if, their broker it, come after them? No, their broker was probably going to, but then they got bailed out by other hedge funds. Uh, so then they were able to stay afloat with like a loan from a different company. So, so nice of the hedge they funds kinda, to look out for the little course, man. They basically just got a payday loan from another hedge fund to like get them through this. Oh, they are way um, better at class, class solidarity. That's yeah. the word. I, I, I could pronounce it. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> God, that takes us to, I want to say, January 26th, 27th, somewhere around there. 26th is when when, uh, Elon Musk tweeted it? Yeah, 26th is when he tweeted. (laughs) 27th was the next day. Stock is at $400 a share. You know, it was incredible. This stuff is hitting, like, the mainstream news and stuff. Like, everybody's talking about it at this time. Then, uh, Robinhood basically says nobody's allowed to buy any more shares of game stock on our platform which is bullshit <laughs> yep so yep. they 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 say that you can sell any shares that you own you can sell as many as you want but you Sorry, can't my dog buy sneezed. anymore so the price Kiki. literally can only go down within the 
domain of like what Robin Hood customers have. Uh, and they gained, and they, they like yeah. tripled their user base uh, during this period, didn't they? I saw some numbers. I thought they had like a million or two million people. Could, and then over the wind, the weekend, they got four <laughs> million new users. I, I could see that. People get all excited. They're like, oh, this happened to like the average man. I can get in on something like this in the future. Like, yeah. I don't so think so that's even, the best so idea. So even they profit but... off this whole exchange, but then they bite the hand that feeds by turning on the very people that are using their app all of a sudden. Yeah. That, I mean, I think it's bad business practices on their part. I, They're literally called Robin Hood, and they stood up for the rich people. Yeah. But the thing is, like, people who trade in the... In, like, the vast majority of people who trade in the stock market lose money. It's it's just a machine to, to funnel well, money towards hedge funds that fund other things and towards... Yeah, I mean... Yeah. The yeah. stock market isn't for you. That's not yeah. why it exists. Uh, if you didn't think the stock market was rigged as shit before <laughs> You're this, not being, paying attention. Like, yeah. If if you come out of this thinking that the stock market has any shred of fairness towards you as like an individual investor, then you got to be so delusional. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, no. Well, because yeah. every every element of the economy is largely rigged, but we yeah. build a mythos around each element of it, like. But if you just pull yourself up by your bootstraps and invest smartly, you can be a rich man, too, in just in just seven weeks. It's like a part of the I American mean, dream. You can, yeah. but the problem is, like... Like many are, dreams, rules, it's fiction. There are rules against <laughs> it. Uh, yeah. Like, you, I mean, there is, you know, again, the, the Wall Street bets thing is a good example of, like, okay, so what if the internet just all collectively decides to do one thing? Like, but we're it's all going to collectively... Then the power structures in in, that exist will respond by pulling the all the rules that they had the whole well, time yeah but that's what i mean oh, yeah. so you can you you can the thing about the stock market is that it exists on a again much like an economy on a trust system and right. you can definitely and wall street bets is enough people that are too stupid to understand or care about that and so their goal is to just wreck the trust like yeah when you when you do like the the GameStop thing is an example of like if you continue doing this to random stocks it becomes almost impossible to continue like the way things are going because at what point then do you know when it's a meme and market but manipulation? But at the same time, like, that's what the short the sellers is, were already doing. The thing is, it's always market manipulation. Look at look at the biggest company in the world right now. Is it the biggest company, Tesla? Right no, now? No, they're not the biggest no. company. Isn't Amazon? No, in terms of, inter, <laughs> in terms of stock. Apple, maybe. In terms of stock. Um, uh... I thought, I thought, uh, if I, I had to guess, I I'd say Apple probably has the largest market cap. Okay, yeah. so Apple is is different because they they have a history and all that. Are you but talking Tesla, about like who has the most valuable shares? I think that's the one. Yeah, that's what I'm referring to. Well, yeah, to. Tesla oh. has, a val has the most valuable shares, but that doesn't mean that their company is the most valuable. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's also why then. stock markets are stupid. Like, but the thing <laughs> is, it's good stocks it, like, don't mean anything. We started the conversation pointing out something that happens every day by hedge funds and that entire economies are based around the money that comes out of this, which is them shorting and them also doing the contracts, the options. Um, like they, they live off of that. That's their work. It, it takes a lot, yeah. a lot of time for market analysis and it's, it's just a bunch of, it's, it's, it's hard. Yeah. But it's all still market manipulation. It's not about some people going, hmm, this, this machine that this well, company acquired. Yeah, like the, short, well. the short sellers aren't more legitimate. But the yeah. problem is, is there yeah. are a lot less of them than there are of normal people. So the idea is that, it, again, like Wall Street Bets is 8 million people on that subreddit alone. If you <laughs> yeah. got 8 million people to invest in one stock, you would cause issues. 
Whereas a hedge, like a hedge fund, they're like small groups of people. They're it, this mm-hmm. isn't like hundreds of you know, massive this isn't dragon of hordes of here. money. They yeah, can't rock like, the boat. What well, you're saying is, thing. what is, you're saying is that the game is rigged. But as long as you don't rock the boat, everything is fine. Well, just but that's the thing. It's played it, the cool, game, dude. It's, it's the, that's uh, it. I think the problem. So the problem here is that it's not a game. It's not a game. It's just a different way to tra- to change hands with money. That's all. I mean, it I feel is. a whole lot better about eight really... million people making less money than fifteen people making all the money. That's well, also true. sure. But the <laughs> thing is, is like that uh, again. The rules are built around the idea that these small amount of people are doing the thing. Like it's not built yeah. with the intention of. Well, yeah, the they huge found they found majority. their sweet little niche to just leech money forever by gaming yeah. the system. And but they're like, how dare though. you like, notice this and rock the boat? It's That's like not the, it's fair. like the people. It's like the <laughs> people the game who. Board. who do you, know, do you know people who play poker online? I don't know if they still do it, but a few years back, it was like all the rage. People would just learn how to, you know, play poker mm-hmm. online, multiple boards at the same time, and just get, get their living off of that. Yeah. I've yeah, known people who've who done that. that. Yeah, and that takes work, it takes skill, it takes patience and all that. And it's still a game. <laughs> it's still just, you know, <laughs> sort of... machine learning. Yeah, but in really... this... The, like uh, the myth of of the people who have the money, oh, they they get the profit because they take the risk. They don't take the risk. They know exactly how how risky it is, unless somebody deliberately goes against them. And and in this case, it's eight million people going against them. Uh, they 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 stand yeah. no risk of losing. And, and and I guess another thing to add a little bit of context here is that within the greater world of stock trading, this whole thing was kind of a sideshow, like. I mean, even as huge and monumental as you may think this event was, it kind of—it's huge. It just came from that... the number of people involved in it, really, as yeah, opposed to its economic impact. Yeah, it was kind of more mm-hmm. novelty rather than anything else. Like, I'm sure, like if you go to like a professional brokerage that isn't one of these like small kind of sketchy hedge funds that's like shorting stocks, but like like a very traditional. Like, I don't know, somebody working at, like, Fidelity or Goldman Sachs or something. I'm sure they were probably just like, huh, that's funny. And then, It's like, like some dolphins to, like, fighting do... a shark in the middle of an ocean that's full of, like, Lovecraftian leviathans. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. they kind of, you know, it's it's not... And, and that yeah. battle's happening while you're sitting in your home, like, miles and miles away from right. that ocean. Having no visibility to it, and people are just telling you about it, and you're like, "Wow, that sounds great!" Yeah, it's like an Eve Online fight. Yeah, it's no one actually plays Eve Online. You just hear about all the stuff that happens. Yeah, like Fidelity. Fidelity's so far away from the battlefield that anything that happens on it means nothing to them. They're just like, "Oh, okay, sure, whatever." (laughs) Like basically, I I guess I don't care what you said. I'm still making money, and I'll continue making money. Like you can't. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They got uh, too many fingers in too many pies at the same time to lose anything. Well, really. no, they just they're they just are well, you know that's that's the thing is like they're 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 beyond they're higher than the stock market. They're like a, yeah, they're they're, yes. they're, dra- they're dragons laying on their hordes. Well, mm-hmm. sort of, I guess, but it's I don't know it. Again, it feels it feels really weird because this isn't this is a different level of money management in normal like I here they work. come they're coming <laughs> the police oh boy well they're, yeah uh, the metaphor police <laughs> you know it's, yeah, it's not and, labor it's capital and that's exactly it's so different it's just a it's it's a completely different way of uh going about 
buying and selling things that we are used to. Like we work, then we take the money and buy the thing that we want with it. Whereas here you're you're buying things and then <laughs> betting on the value of those things you bought, which <laughs> yeah. is not like a normal thing to do with the the goods you buy. You don't normally like yeah. I just people remember compared to a casino, but it's like it's a lot different than a casino. You go to a casino knowing full well that you like are going to lose more money than you gain. You go in there like I'm throwing money at a thing to get a dumb reward center of my brain light up. That's like the entire purpose of a casino. That, that's well, I mean, some that's, people that's, don't don't look at it like that. That's how you should look at a market, casino. <laughs> that's well, the yeah, healthy I mean, way of doing yeah, it. That's how you should. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a casino is no different than like candy crushing. Chuck E. Cheese. You, yeah. you just go like, wow, ha 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 ha! I did You're it. You're paying for wow. entertainment. Yeah, where the a, stock market I mean, a, a is a slot machine is a literal Skinner's box. Yeah. yeah, but so like the but the but the stock market for people like hedge funds and stuff, it's not a it's not a slot machine. It's a it's no different than like a, a goods and services store. Like you go and you like buy the things you need, and then you're going to turn that into more money. You're going to go back and sell that somewhere else and get more money from it. But like, yeah, you don't go in with the intention of like I'm spinning a roulette wheel. I hope it works out. Like. <laughs> These are all like really safe bets you're making. You have calculated risks. You're, you know, like you can see. That's why you, when you go to a stock thing, it tells you like how long has the stock been going for a year or three years or whatever. Because you take all this data and number and, set and you make it the most boring calculated decisions and then you turn that into and, profit. And a lot of these are like really big professional companies, like say even Fidelity, like they're going to have streams of revenue like. You know what I was saying earlier, where where the the people that were shorting it were taking out a loan from their brokerage, that loan has an interest rate on it. So Fidelity may give you margin, and you pay interest rate on that margin. And the idea is that hopefully the stock is going up greater than the interest rate on the loan that's given to you. Like I mean, I carry like maybe like sixty percent of my portfolio is just in margin, so I pay like a couple dollars a day or whatever and in, in, in interest on that loan but um and then you just aggregate that across all of fidelity's customers and they uh will you know they just make money from that even um hmm. and i mean i'm not shorting any stocks but like i'm just taking out margin to buy more stocks than i normally would be able to do uh that's like kind of the more normal use of a of a margin account so, so it, it helps as well. Like that's a that, yeah. that's a little bit of, of market manipulation as well. Because if everybody does that, then the market grows faster. Right? I suppose I wouldn't say that's manipulation. In, no, I'm, like, I'm just saying in a ways, sense, but it, it's a secondary effect that is on purpose. Well, you're also you know you're also giving them your money, and yeah, like they should offer services to you in exchange for the fact that you've basically given them your hard-earned cash and this is just one of those things that it's like okay well you gave us you know a hundred thousand dollars so that means that you can take out a loan from us for say fifty thousand dollars in total and you can use that to buy more stock and you know that's just yours you can you know use it within our system um mm -hmm. And that's so, uh, that's just a service that they're providing you. Bert, how do you feel? So, so what is your opinion on like these, uh, these like small little companies? Well, I guess not really small little companies, but these companies that are uh, accessible for like the general public 
to invest in stocks with perhaps not very much knowledge on like how the stock market actually works. Like, how do you feel about like, like Robinhood? A Robinhood or, or like Acorns like or like all those different ones. Like, do you think that that's taking uh, advantage like or do you a, think that's. It's giving a monkey a machine gun. I was about to say, like, is it like giving a gun to a baby? <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's um, it's something else, but especially Robinhood because that they they let you do like some crazy shit with margin, and they let you do like get access to options trading that you probably wouldn't. So even with like my level of like experience with this isn't very much but i mean i've been using fidelity for a couple of years they still won't let me do the same sort of uh options contracts that Robinhood allows me to do or allowed me to do before i deleted my account um basically by telling by when i signed up for my Robinhood account i was like hey i want to be able to do these things that are usually extremely risky and Robinhood <laughs> was like go for it bro we got you. And Fidelity has, to this day, never let me do the same sorts of things that Robinhood let me do on day one. And that's, that's and you think that's like safeguarding, like or what Fidelity Fidelity is doing is more safeguarding Absolutely. than Robinhood I mean, is doing. I, I keep mentioning Whoa. Fidelity because it's the one that I use, but it's also probably it's an immensely trustworthy institution <laughs> compared to like fucking Robin Hood. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but also, the, I, isn't that related or the reason or rather the, the way they, the Robin Hood operates is, is also related to the fact that they also have those shady. It's not shady, but it, it's sort of like unexpected terms of service clauses yeah. that allow them to sell it's not really sell. Can you explain what happened? Because when you when you, when you mentioned that uh, when when the stock value was going very high, Robinhood stopped mm -hmm. al stopped allowing people to buy on their app. Yeah, and of course that them being a popular app and used by small traders, independent traders, uh, that, that that had the impact that it had. But yep. they also later on people started complaining that they were selling their their shares uh, earlier and. Uh, I, yeah. I, the other stuff as well but as far as i understand so, it it was all within their terms of services that's that's very common too um if you're trading on margin and something goes really badly for you uh the people that um you borrowed the stock from or whatever uh can just sell shit on your behalf to uh at whatever price they see fit to get your account balance back to zero and they'll do it automatically so yeah. like if i if yeah, I'm on Robinhood and I bought a bunch of shares um, at like 11.59 a.m. or whatever, and I bought them at 400, and then I bought it all on margin, and then at 12.01 p.m., they say nobody can buy any more shares, and the stock value goes from like 400 to I think it got down to like 190 or something. Mm -hmm. uh, Robinhood can just sell my shares if I because they can say, hey, you uh, owe us way too much money now. Um, we're going to like sell these things automatically to put you back to uh, like a, a, the, the proper account balance. Uh, Fidelity could absolutely do the same thing to me. You know, if I if my if the stocks that I'm holding go down in value and I'm holding them in margin, uh, Fidelity can uh, share can sell my shares just um just to bring me back to zero or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, and you eat a loss when that happens, but that's what margin trading does. It's super risky. You can make a lot more money with it, 
but um, it's somebody else's money at the end of the day. So they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna come for it when they need it. <laughs> yeah. Um. It, yeah. It's complicated because the the like uh, you see you see a lot of people saying. I, I like I I don't know that that I I think it isn't a a, a good analogy, but you see a lot of people talking about how this um, this phenomenon, even though it isn't necessarily new in terms of the scale and in terms of the impact on on the media and in the maybe even the uh, the perception of certain of the stockholders mm -hmm. and all that, uh, how this is like the democ democratization of the stock market, but. I like from what you're saying, and certainly from what I've seen before as well, reading and hearing about this, it doesn't seem like it is at all. It's yeah. just sort of like a, a problem that happened because the systems were sort of a little bit hidden and <laughs> Call it, it, democratization it of the stock market makes no sense, right? Because like it, it, it would be, it's it's sort of your ability to influence the stock market is not anywhere equal to. It's not any greater than the amount of money you have. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so it's That's not a, democracy. Yeah, it's like it's 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 worse than when people say that you vote with your wallet, because it yeah. sort of works mm -hmm. when you vote with your wallet. But in this case, you don't it's much, at all. It's, yeah, it's just absolutely not a realistic way of describing it at all. Um, yeah, you know, retail investing became much more accessible I and mean, you know but part of that is covid right like all of a sudden you had a bunch of programmers that were sitting around that had a shit ton more free time on their hands and they were like <laughs> i'm gonna download robin hood and we're gonna see what happens you know uh but retail investing is to throw away, I'd, I'd, I'd be in it oh man i don't know why would you throw it away just at least like, buy something stupid with it <laughs> Yeah, like you could realistically invest. Like just in make a coffee company, stocks. like a normal YouTuber. Like, <laughs> right. A coffee company. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I, I don't really understand. Like the thing, the the only good thing about being an individual in the stock market is you can take advantage of its relative like, in like uh, flexibility, not or not flexibility, but its relative like stability, and like invest in a in little things here and there and just kind of grow your portfolio and then use that money later like when you get old you just take out money and like all right thanks that was, that yeah, was nice that's, that's what sane like, people do but then there's yeah, wall like street the stock market bets. isn't yeah that's the thing it's like wall street bets isn't is is both a bad idea but also the exact opposite way you're supposed to interact as an individual with the stock market when you don't like you don't have trillions right. in assets to just fucking throw around and like yeah. i i again like you know if a lot of people if a lot of people invested in one stock you could see uh interesting growth in certain ways but honestly just take the take the opportunity you have and just like invest smartly just put things it's in also little it's also why the democratization there. part is so untrue is because you you just know the average person on wall street bets that actually does any of these noticeable things is very wealthy already yeah i mean yeah. like no one no one like bats an eye at the idea that a lot of these people were like i'm losing millions of dollars it's like they could do that they could yeah, just exactly. lose millions of dollars like th is that not I insane to you or like are you why are you following this, this is i terrible... described wall street bets to somebody recently as like it feels like there's two kinds of people <laughs> it's either people that are like already really wealthy and like just totally able to make these ludicrous bets and people who are extremely not in that position that have a huge chip on their shoulder 
who are just like, I'm going to like stick it to the system. And my praxis is to like try and fuck over hedge funds. <laughs> and then a lot um, of bystanders <laughs> and a lot of bystanders that are there for the memes. Uh, and it, it, I almost, I also described it to somebody else as it's like wall street bets is, um, it's a, it's, it's almost like an inadvertent Ponzi scheme. Like it's an mm -hmm. accidental disorganized Ponzi scheme. Cause it tricks a bunch somebody... of people into thinking that they can like do something. Yeah. So yeah. somebody really early on in something like Neo or whatever, uh, just says like, Hey, I made this really risky bet. Look at the $2 million I made. And then everyone else all of a sudden starts flowing in. And then you got other people that are like, Oh shit, this worked. I made like $10,000. And then somebody else is like, I made like $3,000. And then you get all the FOMOers towards the very end that are left holding the bag. And it happens yeah. so often. So, oh, Wall Street, yeah, Wall Street so Bets often. is rich people trolling poor people to troll other rich people. It's like, <laughs> God damn, yeah, that's exactly it. That's, that's basically all it is. Uh, it's exactly <laughs> it. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's really, it's so disheartening to see people like, uh, and hearing people mm -hmm. being like, I'm going all in on games. I'm like, God, Jesus Christ, guys, like, come on from, you can't yeah, be this yeah. dumb from what yeah. i've heard i mean like yeah. one of the most unfortunate aspects of this is now at this point you have a lot of people who are like just average individuals who have like heard about this situation who are now reaching out to like really sketchy brokers or people who are giving mm -hmm. them advice that is like purposefully negligent and all these like individuals yeah. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of people like searching on youtube like you know, like advice on the stock market and they're following all these like YouTubers who don't know what the fuck they're doing and they're telling like these poor people to like invest in things that are going to screw them over eventually. Like, yeah, there's like this trend of like average, average Joes trying to get on, on the stock market now. People are taking advantage of them for for trying yeah. to follow their dreams, oh, yeah. you know, and mm -hmm. I like I thankfully I'm a, I'm a the... coward. Yeah, no, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm hands <laughs> off of that. Like I'm a part of a discord that's uh, very involved in like stock market and stuff like that, but it's it's so boring. Like <laughs> they just talk it about really it. Well, yeah, because yeah. they just sit there and they Considering talk about we like penny of math stocks. Earlier, and, yes. <laughs> well, but I also mean like when you listen to people that are really into stocks talk about stocks, it's not interesting like big bets or crazy wins. It's like, hey, look, guys, this this fucking penny stock's gonna be going up pretty crazy. I'm gonna like buy a bunch of shares on it. And sell it back for like and get like five bucks from it and you're mm -hmm. like what the hell dude that sounds boring as shit that sounds <laughs> like, literally less pay than the labor's worth but the thing is is like you know but they're doing that over like hundreds and thousands of penny stocks but like again it's it's really boring tedium work because that's what it is it's just it's just yeah. people sitting there doing something really boring for eight hours and if you think it's not boring cool there you go. Now you're a day trader. Like, it's so boring. Like, yeah, I've, I've done a. It's like it's like the sad little version that I did where I was trying to figure out how to make money in World of Warcraft without working. So yeah. I was trying to figure out like what I could, what raw materials I could buy from the auction house to then craft into things that were more oh, worth yeah. more than the sum of their parts, and then sell those back. And so I would just literally just be standing between the auction house and the mailbox and never actually going out to gather things or anything, which like fucking back in like 2008 easiest shit in the world i was a jewel crafter i bought gems i cut them into the finished versions of the gems and then just put them back in the auction house for double the price and i wasn't doing anything really and it was and i would just make a ton of money nowadays it's 
fucking hard and i've yeah, lost yeah. so much money <laughs> i make every wrong bet and it doesn't work out it's incredibly difficult to try to figure out how to make money <laughs> at the beginning of an expansion it's so frustrating but do you think it's blizzard doing it on purpose to make it difficult or is it just a function of them in so some ways yeah in some ways the, yes yeah. They have, otherwise the econ the in-game economy spins out of control and it becomes just a broken-ass game. The, the answer is yes and no, basically. Because on one hand, yep. uh, the economy's fucked up in part because some people use their massive amounts of money they've already had from all this, the amount of time they played the game to power level their alts on their professions. So they just buy the raw materials to level the alt from level 1 to 100 or whatever in the profession. And yeah, so that mm -hmm. means the materials caught all the cost of all the materials gets inflated. And so they're all more expensive than the final products. So you can't, it's basically cheaper. You basically make more money selling materials than you do making anything, which is frustrating. <laughs> the, but yeah. there's also an aspect where they added arboreal shards and other things like that, where it's a relatively expensive item you have to buy from a vendor in, as a material to craft things. So certain things you craft can't be made entirely by stuff you gather. You have to buy things to craft them. Which means that if you just buy stuff from the auction house, you still have to buy these things from the vendor in addition to the stuff from the auction house, which is, I think it's supposed to be me meant to artificially inflate the value of crafted things. But what the biggest effect it has is it makes it really hard to do the math for wh how oh. what price the materials mm. need to be for you to buy them to then make a profit because you have to calculate additional costs outside of that that you get from vendors in the game, which are static prices. And it just gets it gets to be a lot. I have literally been making more money from like grinding daily quests than I have been from professions, and it's really fucking pissing me off. I'm having I mean, a bad time yeah, in WoW. Is, this is why a lot of uh, companies have a whole finance department. So people just crunch these yeah. numbers for them, and then they make the decisions based on those number crunches. So, I remember yeah, what, what you were saying, Stephanie, also kind of reminds me of where I saw like how this impacted regular folks. Um, like just from my perspective. So when my parents texted me saying like, what's going on with GameStop? Can you explain it? I was <laughs> like, that's what, that was Harbinger number one. <laughs> yeah. Cause and you knew I, it, they you were knew like, it is it too them? late? They were like, I was like, is it too late? And I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so when I said that GameStop was, that was, I don't even remember when that was, but I think GameStop was around like 250 at that point. Ooh, that was And I was like, yeah, don't, don't, don't do it. GameStop I love those rose moments to where parents link to their own kids three. to ask them about stuff. Yeah. GameStop rose to maybe like 320, 330. And uh, I was like, they're probably mad at me. And then it crashed down to like 150 or like 100. And I was like, I was right. <laughs> Um, mm -hmm. And then I could really tell that this shit had gone on for way too long when one of my coworkers asked me, how do I buy Dogecoin? <laughs> what's okay? What's the deal with that? Because I saw a bunch of memes about Dogecoin. Deal? It's at 35% increase. That's what the deal is. Take that shit to the moon. Let's go, boys. Why did Dogecoin become relevant again? <laughs> Is Elon Dogecoin Musk? a cryptocurrency yes. or a stock yes. or yeah. both? It, well, it's, now a it, it's a cryptocurrency. Yeah. It was like you can buy on a stock market website like Robinhood or something. When there was like a flare-up of interest in cryptocurrency. Stock sites trade cryptocurrencies? Yes. No. Some do. <laughs> 
But, but why? Why? What, yeah. Why are people? Why are people talking about Dogecoin? I don't. I don't, I don't get know. It. Elon know. Musk it tweeted came Doge, and then the value of the cryptocurrency went up. Yeah. So why isn't that is market a... manipulation? Where's it's, his lawsuits? Because he didn't do it's it not on market purpose. Manipulation yes, he did. He didn't. No, he didn't. <laughs> because the thing is, is that you. You wouldn't invest in Dogecoin. It's a shitty investment. It's worth literally nothing. It but has people no still da- did in response to his thing, and he knew they <laughs> and it's would. Still so worthless. it's market manipulation. It's still, it is still worthless. It's yeah. still worthless. Like, but if you had a he, billion Dogecoin stocks, and then that happens, then now it's worth they, like two billion. Be worthless. That's the problem about Dogecoin. It can never be valuable. It has an unlimited amount of itself, which means there is no intrinsic. Uh, supply yeah, but if you, if you just, own X amount and then it go, oh wait, no, right, it's not because it's not a stock, so it's just you yeah. can't ever you can't ever it's, sell it, right? It will never be valuable. I mean, That's you want to talk yeah. about imaginary money? Because like, you can't spend anywhere, right? That's the problem. Cryptocurrency so, so, yeah, is like yeah, the most imaginary money. Like I have absolutely. a hard time fathoming how cryptocurrency yes, works. But uh, but cryptocurrency does actually have like there there is so like paper money is supposed to be relative to something. Uh, like before we used to say like all money is relative to the amount of gold we have the in gold stock. standard um, and like that has stopped existing uh, so long ago yes. it's, but, it, it, um, it's important but, to point out that the gold is also related to that though like people think that the, like, the value of gold is also made up yeah the gold, well, the gold is also made up like, like for but, circuitry but, but the value of gold exists because gold is scarce it's something no, that it not, doesn't gold isn't particularly scarce it exists it's because people really are, scarce. I'm How pretty much sure gold do you think we have? Like gold's the scarcest thing we have. No, 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 no. We have a bunch of gold in, pl- in the planet. We really don't. They don't, no, they don't we call have... it a precious metal because it hugs you back. I, I, the only, I swear. The only you... amount of... Colonel, there, we only have a, 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 a swimming a pool size amount of... Well, we have a swimming pool size amount of gold on this planet, and that's it. What I mean to say is that there are other materials that are rarer that are not as, nowhere near as expensive <laughs> as gold. And are, well, and that's fair. The, the reason why like gold is expensive pool? is because the economy Olympic historically pool? is... No, it's, I think it's... Uh, I saw it once. Like We estimate that the accessible gold that we have on the whole planet is around 100,000 uh, tons or something like that. That's and gold is really heavy, much. like it's three times as heavy as as, uh, as steel, so you can imagine it's not yeah. that much. We don't got a lot. So it's yeah, more rare as rare. opposed so to like reason... diamonds that are fake rare. Yeah. Yes. But the gold is also rare. the the value of gold is also not related to how rare it is. It's it's inflated. It's like it is rare, but there's other things that are rarer that are way cheaper. And there's things that we well, vice versa. Sure. And that's I kind mean, of like why helium, eventually we stop is using like the it. Rarest. As our... Helium is fabricated though. Okay, so it's uh, different. How is helium? <laughs> We're running out of helium because because oh, it yeah. doesn't because uh, yeah. you, you need to like you don't you don't mine I it or anything. You need that. to. Yeah, but they, they can't get that? more of it. Like yeah, I thought no, that yeah, you like, can't get last more. Last year they kind of like worked out the helium thing, so it's not a they big fig- deal anymore. They figure out how to make more. It it was worrying. It's like oh, all of our medical devices aren't going to function anymore. <laughs> oh, coming soon. I think they figured out some way to. Like, bet you feel guilty about that time like you hired a clown or whatever. <laughs> no, I guess but, not. Uh, actually, <laughs> now grandma's going to die. <laughs> it's a common misconception that gold is valuable because it's rare. It is it, like there's a certain aspect of it that it is that, but it's mostly historical and it's okay, well, it's mostly just yeah. That's it's the, why we don't really use it. There's yeah, supposedly more. fifty thousand tons of gold below the earth, and there's a hundred and ninety thousand tons of gold above the earth's surface. So no, there is actually quite much. a few tons of gold and that whole Olympic size swimming pool thing is actually a myth. But oh, well, uh, yeah, that sounds, I, I think that it's more like so, a bad math. It's more so the value it. that we just place on it culturally or maybe this yeah. or that. 
Um, but also a pool is not a mu- unit of measurement either. <laughs> and also gold is really heavy. It's not an acceptable it's, unit. It's, it's, it's it's deceptively heavy. Every time I see in movies people carrying like chests full of gold, like it's made of styrofoam, because it is, uh, then is I'm like, do you know how heavy gold is? Because gold is right, like I think it's three times or four times as heavy as steel. And just it's supposed yeah. to be chunky. I've never been able to carry it around for obvious reasons. My uh, my dad's one of those people that put his money into gold bars because he's one of those like the world's gonna end. How do you get him open? People. Oh my gosh, Keith, shut the fuck up. But, that's, that's <laughs> but no, those things are hefty. You could definitely kill someone yeah. with a bar of gold. Like it's like a it's it it's pretty it's pretty chunky. You can kill people with most rocks. Well I know, but it's like you feel it and you're like, oh yeah, that's like more than a paperweight. Yeah. Like that's pretty like no, significant. I have a dangerous rock right here that's made of dead things. I can't. Are you threatening me, Keith? I'm just saying you can kill somebody with it. <laughs> oh no, you can he's interpret that however me. you want. He's threatening. Yeah. <laughs> I've got my kill rock. That is <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is the appeal of why gold mining was really lucrative is because it's such a dumb heavyweight. You can just kind of like, oh, look, it's sifted yeah. all the way to the bottom. Easy. <laughs> you, just, you jostle some soil. Yeah, you're Although, just like, shake, shake. Oh, look, gold. I think, Easy. Shake, shake. I think most of the gold that we had until like the 70s actually came from panning. And now oh, yeah. these days, I think it's different. But like, can, can you imagine all the gold that exists? It all came from poor people <laughs> working on the rivers. Can you Roger imagine Ebert gives it gold a, a thumbs down. Can you imagine how annoying it was that a bunch Panning. of dirty, unbathed like prospectors were standing in perfectly clean water <laughs> trying to get gold out of it while someone like, I don't you know. Say, you say it like they weren't slaves. Prospectors, he says. No, they were prospectors. They were a lot of street betters. They were a lot of yeah. In the U.S., it's became uh, posters on Wall Street bets. I mean, I don't. I, I'm (laughs) going to go on a limb here, and I think like there, there's a, there's a big, there was a lot of uh, non-white prospectors hanging out in California, uh, dirtying the water. It's still done, isn't it? It, Prospecting. uh, Yeah, like panning, panning water, like in the U.S. Uh, I mean, I'm sure someone out there is yeah, doing well, it. Still, I yeah. think it's more so a hobby at this point. <laughs> yeah, I, was oh, say, I see. I see. It's, you're not going to find anything, but you're more than welcome to do it. I mean, the water doesn't get mad. California has a lot of museums <laughs> where little kids can go and they'll like actually they'll put like the fool's gold in the water oh, and you could like yeah. fake pan yeah. for yeah. to like get a historical yeah. mm-hmm. representation of what it was of. like. Yeah. This yeah, is what the... your grandfather, your great great grandfathers did. It's like, wow, I'm so sorry, great grandfather. Yeah, your life sucked. Yeah, you got, you got, if you go, if you go to the Moaning Cavern, they have like those like troughs or whatever the fuck, yeah, those like wooden yeah, things mm-hmm. that have the water going through them and all the soils in it. It actually just a, yeah. just occurred to me that as a, like for people who don't live in California, you might not be aware of like how common those are around all of our like the the freaking the pumpkin patch where we pick out our pumpkins every year has one for fun. Yeah, <laughs> like it's just a part of California's culture, I guess. I mean, that's why our, one of our football teams is the 49ers, which their mascot's a gold a gold pan miner. Welcome to the circus of like, value. It's, yeah, it's a it's a weird, just like the bear that no one's ever seen in California or that blue on the bull. flag. Like we have a well, they're ex- they're extinct now. Those bears, you can see a, yeah, stu- a stuffed a stuffed one at the liver at the Lawrence that Hall of Science. A trophy of our conquest. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> fucked up actually. That's what I mean. Like California has a lot of weird things where it's like, oh yeah. What yeah, you don't know really... is it's actually a flag of a stuffed bear. <laughs> 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 That would be impressive, honestly. <laughs> like, what a ballsy move to like make your flag off an animal that has never been, yeah. like, wasn't around when you made your country or your state. Well, like the flag of Madagascar or whatever is like just a picture of like a decapitated platypus. <laughs> They're gone. <laughs> we got them. 
You're I don't still know where the as whales. There aren't any platypuses in there. Yeah, they're from Australia, dude. I have no idea where the. Uh, that, yeah, that's right, right. Because where the weird. Well, how about a lemur? You could put a, 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 well, a decapitated lemur. No, no decapitated <laughs> animals on any flags. What the fuck? Oh, yeah, the, uh, still no Australia has all of the marsupials and the switchblade creatures. Does that mean that Swiss Army Australia knives. has to change their flag to headless Australian people for the ostriches or that are the uh, emus that won the war? <laughs> what? Nice. The emu the war. Emu war. In the future? Yeah. No, that no. the emu war happened and they the lost. Emus won. <laughs> yeah, the emus they, won. They would definitely won. Were the emus really real emus? There weren't like someone yes, called yes. emus. Okay. Yeah, no, they were like actual emus uh, in such quantity that there was no hope of winning the war. <laughs> and then, holy crap. Dude, emus <laughs> are mean. People, it, and this was like the time when they were using guns to fight them, mind you. They couldn't win against emus with guns. <laughs> I, I, would, I don't think I'd win against demons with the guns either. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, yeah. <laughs> they have a struggle reloading, but they are dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least you're not as bad. You're not as bad as whales. They put a dragon up in there, so you, can, you can't fool me. Yeah, I have no dragons in whales. Damn but whales! Both countries are shit well, together. I know, I, I know that. Kate. Does the the Welsh flag have a dragon on it? Is that yeah, what you're saying? I think, I think so, it's yeah. one of those weird looking yeah. ones. It's like serpentine profile. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. awesome. Yeah, they have one of those flags from like the before times. The before times. The... It's like a crest. Like, actually, the Norman ages. Yeah. Oh no! It it's, yeah. a... it's a way more dragony dragon than I thought it would be. Yeah, it's super dragon. <laughs> Yeah, that's gonna be one of those awkward serpenty side profile monstrosities. It's the those traditional moment. I know exactly what you're talking about. You see, it, you see it in a lot of crests. This one in particular. I appreciate how comp the whale's dragon is so complicated to draw that none of them look the same. Oh. They didn't have photocopying, <laughs> so every dragon is drawn completely different. That one, that one, that one looks like a that one looks just like a dog with a little little stub nose. The other one's got like spike noses. Mm -hmm. The level of dogness so, versus dragonness varies greatly, actually, from iteration to iteration. <laughs> what do you prefer? So, I wonder. I guess I just kind of want to make sure we like tie off the the game stonk conversation. Oh yes, because it kind of didn't. I I don't know exactly where to end it. I mean, it's still kind of ongoing, but it's definitely limping at this point. Like the meme kind of moved on, and over the past couple of Did days, they even maybe successfully even the destroy the company. It, well, I don't think that's what they were trying from, to do. Yeah. Yes, they were. No, they failed. <laughs> no. The hedge funds, the hedge funds, fine. Um, they were, you know, once Robinhood like basically said nobody's allowed to buy any more of our stock, um, or any our stock, any more GameStop, like the it just died, and people aren't. Uh, they're not. They're not doing it anymore. They moved on. It successfully like squashed the entire thing. Whether they intended it to be done or not, I don't know. There's a lot of information, misinformation. Like it's so fucking sketchy and weird that I don't Spoken understand like a it true at all. Paper hands. I saw people. <laughs> I see. I saw people from Congress and uh, yeah, uh, talking about it as if they want to have a, a hearing about it. I so think that they will. I think that the that the that um the guy, the CEO that... of Robinhood, is going to be talking to them. For the next couple of weeks, yeah, who the they hell want to sue for market manipulation, He's get right? That, that Zuckerberg yeah. sweat going. Isn't were they <laughs> considering suing for market manipulation? But it's kind of like one of those yeah. things where it's like they kind of just 
they didn't really do anything wrong, really, I guess. I hope, yeah, they, I hope the, Mikhail also looks like a weird in alien. The, uh, in the agreement. They didn't do... Robin Hood did nothing outside of yeah. uh, their terms of service. That's all in but there. But that doesn't mean that the laws can't change. So if the, the sure, government well, wants to... Yeah, but you can't. I mean... I mean, they won't, uh, but, yeah. like, we all no. know. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like when, like, a classroom gets in trouble, and then, like, they're like, what, are you gonna, you gonna send all of us to the principal's office? But it's like, oh, everyone on Reddit is like, you gonna get us all in trouble? <laughs> Try it. You know? It's like, they didn't really do anything it might be like, wrong. It might be like piracy, where they just pick some people to... To represent. ...publicly in front of everyone. Oh, uh, what will knows? happen to those guys with the names... Uh, showing up on did you see that like on on cnn and stuff like this person with this name i don't remember the names though it were like like Deep ladies men value. 69 but worse they would show people individually they're, yeah, they're like yeah, interviewing they're people certain... with their faces and everything uh, it's like uh-oh what if they're more <laughs> what if they're more risk at risk now reading uh so pursued? yeah i mean so the, the the dream is over honestly like if you're still holding on to gamestop like I don't know what to tell you at this point. <laughs> like, hopefully, it worked out for you. Um, I mean, if you got it in early, like, it's, you it's might as not, well hang on to it. Yeah, right? I guess. But like, the thought of like, oh man, this is gonna rally. We're gonna like squeeze them. Like, it's just, it's not gonna happen. It, it can't at this point. <laughs> People sold it, and it was fine in the end. Um, so yeah, people were legitimately saying that. They thought the GameStop stock was going to go up to like twenty thousand, or like over a thousand dollars, over ten thousand dollars. I'm like, this is from five. I don't know what would prompt that. Yeah. Like, why would they think that? This there's seems a, a little bit outrageous. I mean, there's a, a lot dreams. of bullshit. Math. I mean, people believed in Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> it just happens. There's uh... how dare they have hopes. I mean, God, it's Wall Street bets. So people are going to come up with like some really, really weird math. Uh, you're going to quad witching hours and shit like that. Like they just come witching out with these hours. crazy things that are like, it's like the double diamond fuckery or whatever. And somebody will make a really long post and it seems super convincing and it doesn't come true. Um, except for like it'll, the it'll one be, time that it does be like a every, like, post. Yeah, God. It's like one out of every thousand of these like rallies or meme stocks ends up taking off and people forget the 999 failures that led to people getting burnt either a little or a lot. And GameStop is like just the most dramatic version of that where, you know, people at this point, like if you bought in... If you bought in on Wednesday or Tuesday, you made shit tons of money if you sold at the right time. If you bought in on Thursday, you're fucked. And mm -hmm. it's not going to change. <laughs> at know? the end of the day, you know, it's like all these like everyone out there who like thinks about investing in stocks who doesn't really know what they're doing. It's like you have to remember that there's no one out there who really wants to make you rich. Like nobody's really like yeah. really wants yeah. you to succeed. Yeah. So it's like take everything with a grain of salt because people you need to be willing to lose all of the money you put in. People don't care about yes. you or want to make you rich for any particular reason. If anything, they benefit from the opposite a lot of the time. So it's like especially when just you're be careful. taking advice. But hey, the upside is that if you only do normal stock purchasing and don't do anything weird and complicated, then you can only lose what you put in. 
And that's more consistent. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, because I mean, unlike other situations where you get yourself into a weird situation where you owe money on like an insane scale. Like owe infinite money. Yeah. Yeah. Or more than you ever I mean, even a, touched in the first place. A good example <laughs> is take something that you know a lot of really well and try to correlate that with the stock market. If you're really into technology, then try to take that information yes. and knowledge and use it to invest properly in companies that are doing Absolutely. constant releases that will... Like, NVIDIA is a good way to make some quick cash every time they release a new RTX series. They're mm -hmm. like, oh, they're going to announce a thing. Their stock's going to bump up. They're going right. to get a bunch of, uh, you know, a little nudge. And yep. then from there, you just sell sell half of that and invest it into someone else who's going to come out and say, like, NVIDIA's doing that. Well, we're coming out Still, with this. And it's like, it's oh, important shit. To point your out, your knowledge of a sector You're not actually domain. doing advice, though. You're yeah. just saying... This is just an example. No, nobody go buy and stock buy and stock based off of this. <laughs> or this is not financial advice, by the way. Not the rest None of, of us. Podcast yeah. is not no. I, I, was, I said as an example. It's an example, like, of yeah. course. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, no, like, it's it's, uh, it's absolutely yeah. true, though. Like, you're if you have domain or sectoral knowledge, um, that's going to carry you a lot further in your investments than going on to like a forum for investing and listening to some <laughs> yeah. random person talk about like, oh, the aviation industry is going to do this. So you throw a shit ton of money in Boeing or something. I, like, I would be inherently get, distrustful because anyone that makes some that kind of public bad. post about yeah. what to do is, I would imagine, is just lying because they want to yeah, make money off of yeah. you making yeah. a mistake yeah. following their advice. They're betting yeah, on my, you failing. My yes. biggest yeah. confusion is that, like, the t the description for Wall Street Bets, its literal fucking description is if 4chan got a, uh, what is it? Like, if, uh... A Robinhood account? I don't know. No, it's like a... <laughs> There's a lot of overlap, though. I mean, so, I, mean I think Wall Street so Bets self-identifies as being the 4chan of whatever. If you oh, go yeah, on I mean, 4chan, like, it's, it's you will like, find Wall Street Bets people there too. It is, it is like 4chan <laughs> found a Bloomberg terminal. That's yeah, literally just the, the description of, the play. of their, yeah. Like, do yeah. not trust these people. How hard is it? Like, that they like openly. They have a big old sign around their neck that says 4chan. How do you like mm -hmm. gloss over that and go like, yeah, mm, solid <clears throat> stock advice? Yep. I will take it. Like, yeah, yeah. Come yeah, on, I mean, I guess that's maybe that's a good point to end like the the game stonk story on um, is just don't trust Wall Street bets. For yeah. every person <laughs> that posts a win, there are thousands of people, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people on that forum that lose tons of money. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. sometimes every victory. It's like every time you look at a successful yeah. YouTuber. You're like, oh, yeah. see, every YouTuber yes. I've ever seen is successful, so I should be a YouTuber. And then you're like, yeah. oh, you don't know about the graveyard. And, oh, and you don't know about all I the really Mario bodies at the bottom of the Mario pit. <laughs> I understand how strong that FOMO is. And but the, the thought thing of, is, like, YouTube man, I can just... break out and change my life uh, in, in a week or whatever. Like, I understand that that is incredibly strong and incredibly appealing. But I mean, I've been observing that community. I've been talking with people from that community, and it does not happen. It, yeah, it's, no. it's a lottery ticket. It, it, do, it, it, it will not happen, happen to you. It doesn't happen even <laughs> if you look at the numbers like retroactively. Because if you yeah. think of good stocks that go up twenty or thirty percent, you need to put in so much money and risk risk the money, obviously, mm -hmm. and to get still less than a like a month's like pay what what like uh, for after a year what like why are you doing that it only matters if you have so much money that it you, actually matters do you yeah. want to hear and again it's, it's, yeah. it's not 
that's not the point that's not why this thing that's exists. Not, yeah that's not why you do it obviously it's not yeah. to, to turn a, it you know it's to maybe get a little bit of money here and there but not to win big do you want to hear uh some of my favorite robin hood stories now mm-hmm. okay tell me about sure the story of uh, <laughs> a guy who did a trade so bad that it, it, the trades of that nature got banned on their platform entirely <laughs> so there's this dude who managed to um exploit uh a glitch in robin hood an actual bug with the way that they calculated the amount of money that you had in your account to trade um to basically buy stuff and sell stuff that they had no business being able to do so effectively it was a infinite money glitch yeah he so this guy pulls he this off. IRL. He sets up something. He did. He literally did. So <laughs> he sets up this thing called a box trade, where um, the idea is that uh, you. It's incredibly complicated. I'm not even going to really explain it too much. But um, he did it with like a bunch of different like legs of option contracts, and because of the glitch <laughs> in Robinhood, he basically was able to do this for free. And oh. uh, he he bought like a trade that on paper it said this will never lose money. It was like, wow, according to Robinhood, this this thing that I'm buying can never go down in value with the way that I set it up. Uh, and he sunk like maybe a couple hundred thousand dollars into this thing. Um, but it was entirely because Robinhood calculated the math incorrectly for him. So he puts this together, he posts it on Wall Street Bets, and he says, uh, hey, what do you think is wrong with this trade? Because according to Robinhood, this will literally not, this deal mathematically cannot fail. And somebody was like, Robinhood fucked this up. <laughs> they did the mm -hmm. math and they were like, you are, you need to get out of this immediately because you are going to lose uh, all of it and more than what you uh, can actually do. Like, I think he did something like maybe he put in like $5,000 and he was able to get into a position where he would potentially be on the hook for like two or three hundred thousand dollars. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, he had like he basically like quadrupled his debt somehow without Robin Hood yeah. realizing it. <laughs> so basically what he did was he set up this crazy thing where imagine if you're somebody who's like, uh, I don't know, you're trading cows and you say, uh, I promise I will sell you a hundred cows at some point between now and two years from now. And, uh, you like do the math or whatever. So that like you do like a bunch of other weird stipulations so that it's like this, this deal will apparently never go wrong for you. Except for this one According thing that I just pointed out, which is between now and two years from now. So two years from now, you could have infinite money. The next day, somebody shows up and he says, hey, can I have my 200 cows now? And the math completely collapses because it was banking entirely on all of this happening in two years. So hmm. somebody basically effectively did that. And they were like, hey, I want my stocks now, like the like the next day instead of two years, which is what Robinhood was basing all of its math on. And oh, he it wasn't up, accounting for itself yeah. in a way. Yeah, and then Jeez. it was like, oh shit, your $5,000, um, guess what? Somebody's come along and they want you to sell them like $20,000 worth of stock. Better pony up. 
And then he he ended up losing um, over the course of maybe a half a day, like fifty thousand dollars before oh, Robin no. Hood terminated his account. <laughs> but, uh, but I mean, Robin Hood stepped in and they had to shut it down because they fucked up. But did they, even they, have, they even have fifty thousand yep. dollars? I don't remember exactly no. what the fallout was, he but they terminated that. his account, and then they apparently Robin. They haven't really talked about it since then, but Robin Hood. It, we, everyone assumes that Robin Hood basically just like paid out of their own pocket for this thing because they were deeply in the shitter for uh-huh. like having allowed somebody to fuck themselves like this anyway. Yeah, I was gonna say they better not like allow him to take that hit because that's not that's that's partial. Right. I mean, he's an idiot, but it's also not his. It's their fuck up. Exactly. So that's why they. I think they footed the bill for it in the end um, mm. and took the loss on on behalf of this person because it was a glitch in their system. And then they turned around and they, like, the, that day, they were like, no one's allowed to do these sorts of trades anymore. <laughs> they didn't fix the glitch. Fix the bug. They, they didn't fix the bug. They banned yeah. people from being able to set it up so that the yeah. bug would ever happen. Yeah. This stuff just <laughs> scares me. I know. I, I like... Mm. <laughs> it's like, hey, surprise, yeah. you now have student debt. Yeah. <laughs> Without any you of the student <laughs> You didn't learn anything. So that's one of my favorite Robin Hood stories. I have another one that I love, um, which is another guy, different person, um, perennial poster on Wall Street bets. He had already done like two or three stupid fucking things before this one. But this, this one <laughs> takes the cake. So he uh, basically did this weird little cycle where he, um, he opened up a Robin Hood account and Robinhood basically gave him like a instant deposit of $1,000 while he waited for the bank account to clear. And then he used the $1,000 that Robinhood gave him to buy Robinhood gold, which then basically gave him more money. And he kind of just like went in this weird little circle within Robinhood using Robinhood's own money to buy Robinhood gold, which gave him more money to buy Robinhood gold. And he Robinhood has that. their own like... In, in game currency, yeah. they might have gotten rid of it. I've never seen it, but apparently, at a time, this there was a time when somebody did this, and he was able to take like a one thousand dollar deposit and basically get Robinhood to to give him fifty thousand dollars, and not hmm. even as a loan, just like here you go, this is yours, <laughs> by buying Robinhood gold with Robinhood's own money. He then turns around with this and he says. I'm going to I'm going to short Apple. <laughs> <laughs> he turns around and says he's going to short Apple. Apple posts their earnings report for that quarter and they skyrocketed. This was one of Apple's Ooh. best trading days when this happened. And he posts a video of the, the guy posts a video of him on his phone um, of watching his Robinhood portfolio and it literally is like he starts at like, you know, a couple thousand or something. And then within a minute of the stock market opening, his portfolio goes down by like $45,000. Yeah. And that's what it happens was not happen. his money. Yeah. It was oh, Robin Hood's money. So he costs Robin Hood money. <laughs> oh, my God. And he makes the funniest fucking noise. He goes... Yeah. <laughs> I can't I can't emulate it. But if you ever see the word guh, G-U-H, if you see that, you know yeah. that you're dealing with some dumbass on Wall Street bets. 
because guh is a meme of very epic proportions. <laughs> it, this is required viewing. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm gonna, I don't know when we're gonna watch it, but I'm gonna link this at some point, and you all are gonna experience just how fucking funny of a sound this person made. I do. I do have to experience this now. I feel like it's important. <laughs> yeah, Keith, yeah. put it in post. <laughs> <laughs> or, <laughs> or in the, the comments. I don't know. It might just even get a copyright strike. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> no, just put okay. it in the comments. We can link it in the comments. Oh, type the time code. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He can so you also I don't put actually in even this, know what this, happened this. to that guy. Um, I think that they, I think that Robin Hood again footed the bill, but they allowed him to the keep top, his account. The top result is a video titled "Guh: The that's, Legend of Control the Narrative: A Peak of Wall Street man. Bets Hero." <laughs> that's that's it. Yeah. That's the. Oh God, he's a he was a brave soul. Truly a legendary man. Did he lose money though? Of course he lost money. What? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no. I mean, what I mean is, did did because he wasn't Robin doing Hood it with his own most money. of it, but he also had to like pony up. I think like half of the amount. They were like, yeah. you owe us like at least twenty k or something, because mm-hmm. uh, he had money that wasn't just in Robin Hood. He had to pay it out of his own bank account or something as a result. That's but they uh, let him keep his account whole... at least. So. <laughs> that's the whole play stupid games get stupid prizes yeah but i mean if you if if you glitch infinite money like <laughs> that's you that's know. the stupid games man you can't do that well yeah. i mean i mean unless you're you're just gonna flee or something like to i don't know an island somewhere some some people's uh claim they've been incredibly quiet about this but other people uh, there's rumors that other people saw what irony man was doing uh, and they infinite money glitched, but then they disappeared quietly. Like they yeah. didn't. They were murdered. Out, they like invested <laughs> it. Wall Street bets. And they like, <laughs> effectively stole money from Robin Hood. Um, I don't know if that's true or not, but that's kind of been like a like a rumor. What a fucking crazy subreddit, you know? What a <laughs> what a nutty place. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's the that's the thing. Is like there, it's. It's a world that a lot of people don't have much insight into, which is like, you know, the stock market. And when you talk about these stories, it's like, what? I don't, what's going on here? Why? Why is mm-hmm. this happening? But like, it's. He sounds like a frog. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we, we found man. the guy. <laughs> yeah. He like <laughs> chokes a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a croak, like a frog croak. I know. Oh, it's it's a beautiful it's the only sound. sound he makes he looks completely dead faced the entire video but so it's the point where i literally like because it's because we're podcasting i didn't hear the sound the first time and i genuinely was like this is the wrong video because like a minute of him being completely stone-faced but one tiny weird burp <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's such a great video so yeah i mean uh, I, even i say it I, it's so funny. It's an I've infectious said, word. Yeah. I say "guh" whenever anything goes wrong, and it's like oh, "guh." <laughs> I type it out. I, it's a it's a beautiful meme. <laughs> "Guh, guh." Indeed. I'm surprised that Andrew doesn't have that on the soundboard. Uh, the weird croak man. noise. Yeah, <laughs> there's Nobody. not really much. Not really Nobody much reason to. That. Oh, but it's, uh, yeah, it's very. Good. Why, why do you need that when you have? Oh no! Oh, oh no! That's good. <laughs> <laughs> that's much better. 
Yeah. I got, I mean, the two I recently added was uh, Oof and Goofy Falling. Goofy <laughs> <laughs> Falling. Nice. It's useful. Uh, come on, you don't, like. <laughs> oh, that. Oh, that's goofy great. Falling. Yeah. I thought you said yeah, Oofy goofy. Falling. Like oh, falling no, and then falling. oofing. Like making it yeah, oof as you fall. I mean, that's kind of what it sounds like. Do you have a do you have a Howie <laughs> scream? I love that one. <laughs> that was the best. Do you, do you have Howie scream on you? Howie scream? Yeah. That yeah. one. No. The bat scream. That's what it's <laughs> called. Fire, that's the fire bats, right? And it's the fire bat academy in yeah. Starcraft. And the academy, yeah. rather. Yeah, yeah. That was always so fucking weird. Yeah. It's so Are weird. On fire it's the only right building now? that does that. And it was so <laughs> loud, and it played out over any other sound effect in the game. Yeah. Right? It's so yeah, weird. Yeah, you'd click on it, and it would just scream at you for like five seconds, and you couldn't it hear you not... anything else. <laughs> it makes you not want to do the upgrades, because that's yeah. where you would do them. Just click them all at once. Also, so also that's my, the implication that's my, that... Uh, that's my Wall Street Bets story. I don't really have anything else to share. Um, if, if you heard any of this stuff, and you decided that Wall Street Bets is for you... You're taking down subscribe. And also, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry yeah, that I did that lesson. to you, but please. <laughs> it's like that time I, that Shammy made me like a two guilty. hour video trashing Overwatch, and then I became an Overwatch fan immediately. <laughs> 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 the wrong response to, to stimulus. <laughs> yeah. That's the. That's how, you, that's how you stick it to them. On the other hand, if you want to learn how to get your diamond hands going, which, incidentally, um if that's you what the, me that's what you drew it week, that was you wasn't it you drew that yes. in, in jackbox and everyone was like what the fuck's diamond hands yeah that's a meme basically if you're if you that. bought How the stock you? when it oh, was too you? high oh yeah. yeah if you buy the stock when it's too high and it starts to crap down in value you say you have you, you say you have diamond hands because it, your hands are so hard you're not letting go of the stock oh. which is a <laughs> fucking awful idea Oh yeah, 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 down, yeah. I thought it was a JoJo's thing at first. <laughs> yeah, it's, it sounds like di Diamond Hand sounds like a stand. Crazy Diamond. <laughs> but, but anyway, let me tell you. What? I love that song. <laughs> when you're when you're me and you're dealing with a root canal and you're on painkiller medication, <laughs> Diamond you Handing is so much fucking easier. You, because your ability to give a shit about like, oh man, I'm losing <laughs> money right now. Oh well, that <laughs> feeling is way easier to conjure when you're high on opiates. Yeah, this is why we didn't talk about this last week, is because Bird was dying. Oh, mm -hmm. it's awful. How do you? I, I was mentioned, telling Lady Bird about this. Yeah. What's the strength that they gave you? I feel like they didn't give me crap for mine. Um, well, did you have an infection throughout well, your skull? Uh, yeah, no, but they did give a, me. Uh, they did give give me opioids for my root canal. I had really, I had an incredibly bad infection. Um, I mean, the X-rays, like, I basically the the it was like almost the size of like, uh, I want to say like bigger than two grapes of like wow. just pus and shit oh, in my mouth gnarly. and sinuses. So that was fun. I was telling Ladybird about this earlier that like it's not the worst illness I've ever had, but it's by far the worst like i've ever felt while being sick it was it was torture i would wake up yeah. at 4 a.m and be like i i'm going to throw up <laughs> from how from pain and i almost mm. thought i was going to have to go to the emergency room because it was like i need to go get um like 
painkillers. I need to get put on morphine like now. But I toughed it out and just went to a dentist instead. Like after like maybe a day and a half of dealing with it, uh, I went to a dentist and I was like, something's wrong. <laughs> Please fix it and give me painkillers. And he was like, something's wrong, dude. <laughs> you need to see a specialist and here's some painkillers. <laughs> It was a cool dentist, but yeah, he was like, <laughs> he took he took an X-ray and he was like, "Oh, that's bad. Um, you need to see a specialist, and they're all closed this weekend. Uh, I'm gonna give you as much as I can to get you through this, dude." <laughs> and I went and I saw the specialist, and he took a scan, and he was like, "Oh, that's bad." <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, that's the reaction like, you yeah, want gonna... from all your doctors is, yeah. <laughs> that's not me." <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they were much I'm, more professional about it, but they were very calmly like, yeah, you need to get this taken care of um, immediately. Uh, <laughs> absolutely don't delay on any of this whatsoever. <laughs> and yeah, when I got the second x-ray, that guy was like, we're going to do a root canal um, now. Uh, is now a good time for for you to get this done? Like, because we got right now. <laughs> right. Uh, you made all your doctors go, guh. What a stressful thing to just find out is happening now. Yeah. Like, by the way, root canal, now we're doing this. Now. We're just gonna, I well, had a very strong suspicion I was going to need uh, one. It's, that's it's the one where not... they, like, they bore into the top of your tooth, completely hollow it out, go down both of like the sides of like the roots and completely hollowed that out too basically and then just fill it in with not with fake yeah. you just have a fake inside yeah, of your tooth fake, now you've described Dude, fake it. teeth are great i, love and fake I teeth. know i feel so much better <laughs> it's it's so i yeah i i have two now and they're great like they're my favorite teeth just go get the rest of them fuck it, 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 it I, does, i'm like i'm tempted to just I'm do the like, full it's, boogie it, and have it fake everything if it just if it wasn't so teeth. damn expensive, I would yeah. probably just not brush my teeth and hope I can get root canals on all of them. They're just <laughs> like, <laughs> Dude, they're so <laughs> expensive, though. Like, they're I have so really expensive. good dental insurance, they're and I was like, teeth. fuck me, these are expensive. They are. It's like it's like 3000 bucks uh, without mm -hmm. insurance to get a root canal. And, like, even with my insurance, I still paid, like, 700 bucks. Yeah, yeah I paid, like, was, 600 uh, or that's like 700, tires. if I remember. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's rough, but again, the value's there, man. They're good. The value's there. They'll last <laughs> you a lifetime. Enough, unless they, I, they will. <laughs> they will last before. They'll last after I die. Yeah, I mean, you. Yeah. It'll they'll the last, they'll, they'll last you a lifetime or one solid punch. <laughs> well, what it happened? No, they, they can't because uh, <laughs> yeah. they're cause they're drilled into my gums. Oh. Like, the they rest of my teeth pop. Yeah, the, the rest of my teeth pop the hell out if you punch me. Those teeth, they're there for life. They're horrifying, they're like teeth facsimiles. Yeah, it's. Great. They also look super scary. Once, like, I, oh, my company has a client where, that sells this sort of thing, and they do it for professionals, and they have a lot of pictures of just sort of like cross sections of the root canal, and it's the gnarliest <laughs> stuff I've ever yeah. seen. Oh, Every time I go wild. to work on old. I can't yeah, imagine. I saw some, some kind of animation like that expressed it and it's burned in my brain. Oh, no. Yeah. It is, yes, it is. I can't imagine thing. how painful and awful it must have been to get a root canal done, like, even, like, 10 years ago. Because oh, I swear, for me, this root canal was like a vacation. They yeah, gave dude, me, the technology's great. They, they numbed the shit out of me. They gave me a little iPad thing, and they were like, you can listen to some podcasts or music or whatever. <laughs> Aww, I look at the playlist so in the iPad. 
Joe Rogan experience, Joe Rogan experience, Joe no! Rogan experience. No! <laughs> and I was like, did a, Sorry, I, thought, I, I told Lady Bird this and I was like, did he treat like a whole fucking frat? Like before, <laughs> before me, like what was that? <laughs> so I, I put on like some yeah. classical music, and, and it was so chill. Um, I mean, I saw that coming. The great. Yeah, I always, I always, they let you just, yeah, you can bring your own. Like I have my phone, I have my wireless headphones. I just sit there and just vibe. They give you like these fancy glasses too that are like completely yeah, pitch black. Got the glasses. You can just sit there and you're just like, all right, man, do whatever. What do the glasses do? do? Yeah. You need, they, uh, they just know to look at the person. Yeah, they block out the light. Uh, yeah, so they don't also, look asleep. Oh, because they're bl- just blaring lights yeah. in your face to it's, get into your yeah, mouth. They're, mm-hmm. they're blaring yeah. like a super bright light yeah. in front of you. But the nice thing, too, is that, like, again, you can't feel anything. They put this thing in your mouth that, like, keeps your mouth open. So you don't have to, like, strain yourself to, like, keep it open. They have a thing that does mm-hmm. that for you. So you just yeah. sit back, keep your... You just, like, relax, listen to your song yep. or whatever, and they just do their thing. And you're like, all right, I'm going to be here for, like an hour or two it's fine whatever it's great it's nothing yeah then you go then you when I it's all over they're like the all right time. here's some pain pills here's the anti-biotic uh, mm-hmm. crap take that for like a week and clap is clap, there a the reason they don't just knock you out because it's uh, super dangerous yeah it's, the, yeah. it's, it's really it's, expensive it's dangerous to knock you out for root canal well no just the using yeah, anesthesia, because... anesthesia is dangerous in general oh because yeah. yeah. i was thinking they knock you out for uh, wisdom teeth. Yeah, but that, even that, they make you yeah. sign a bunch of waivers and stuff because every once in a while someone dies from that. For those? Wow, uh, they under. <laughs> yeah, I, hope I, I feel like they underemphasize the <laughs> risk <laughs> when I had my <laughs> wisdom teeth taken out. <laughs> and apparently, it's it something you wouldn't for do for teeth. a root canal because it's too dangerous. Yeah, being an anesthesiologist yeah. pays really well because there is like this like life and death element of like do- <laughs> dosing is very specific, and if you fuck yeah. up, then oh, someone's yeah. dead. So uh, I guess I almost died once, everybody. Oh wow, you feel yeah. I've got, a, I've got my, emotional scars. <laughs> I had to do Check it twice. Out. I had a. Oh, I had to no, get, you were uh, pulled twice. I, I had four wisdom teeth, and they all needed mm-hmm. to get pulled out. And so they did it on two different days because they, the first they two were just two so of bad. Mine. Wow. Yeah. They like the first two were so bad for them. They're like, fuck. Okay, you gotta yeah. come back to. You gotta come back like in a couple of weeks because you gotta like let yeah, it all well. get out of your system and stuff. And then like then we're gonna go do the other one. So I had to get knocked out twice. I recovered <laughs> so terrifying. fast. Honestly, the thought of going under general anesthesia fills me with so much anxiety. I had it the, for the I weird trust for... with the other person is weird too. Exactly, the, yeah, just gonna abandon my I body did. in this room with a person. The most Bye-bye. recent one I did was like for an endoscopy, and that was like the weirdest, uh, the weirdest version because it was like I was laying in a bed, and a guy looks at me and he's like, "All right, I'm gonna need you to do three things for me." And I was like, "Okay." what's the all right like like all right let's do it and he's like all right one i need you to put your head right here it's like mm-hmm. two i need you to open your mouth and that was it like i didn't know yep. what he said for three and then i like when i woke up he's like good job you did all three things like wait what was what the was third the thing though like, 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 yeah. yeah. oh, no. like, what the hell that's, that's a really my that's that's story so after that's i got pro- my they pro- there's probably no third thing I, I I was coming out of anesthesia. Um, they were moving me into another room to be like, here's the chill out room where you just kind of sleep it off and wake up in like an hour. <laughs> so they rolled me into that room. I woke up in the middle of that still super fucked up on the on the on the stuff. And uh, I turned to the nurse and I say, um, I bet a lot of people say stupid shit when they're on uh, anesthetics, right? 
Mm-hmm. And the nurse just kind of says, like, yeah. And I said, I'm not going to do that. And then I fell unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, I mean, it kind of true. I'm a fucking badass. She was probably hoping you would say some really gnarly stuff. She probably loves to hear the things people say. I had a cousin. She, she tells everyone that that's what they said. My my cousin uh, <laughs> told all of her dark secrets to her mom on the way home, and she like confessed to a bunch of stuff that her mom had didn't never knew about, like oh, her geez. whole childhood. And she oh, she got that's sad. Yeah, it was kind of it was kind of fucked up. I had the yeah. I had the opposite problem where like my grandmother brought me home from the endoscopy place, and she got really mad at me because. I- I kept like pointing at stores and going, "Hey, do you think they have porn in there? Do you think they sell porn in that store?" <laughs> <laughs> was like, "Why do you keep? Why did you keep asking me that? Is there something like going on?" I was like, "I don't, I don't know." Point like it's like a Payless shoe store. I was sitting there and I was like, basically, what happened is they when they took me out of the endoscopy place, they they gave me like a sandwich for some reason. Like I needed to eat something because my blood was like. Yeah, my blood sugar was really low, and so I'm sitting mm-hmm. there and I'm eating a sandwich. And as we're passing, she's like, "Do you think that? You think they have? Do you think they have porn in there?" And I was like, "Eat more of my sandwich." <laughs> <laughs> that was so boring. I just had bad balance for a bit, but I, I don't. <laughs> nothing really happened. And like literally, like I didn't take any of the pills that they told me to take. They mm. were just painkillers, not like antibiotics or anything. I was just fine. And then by that evening, it was like nothing had happened except the side of my face yeah. was bulgy because <laughs> I was all swollen. Yeah. I swole up yeah, so when much. I got for my root canal, I was in so much pain and so swollen that when they apply it, you know how the worst part of any sort of dental work is the Novocaine shot itself? Yes, it like it's like a horrible, horrible like throbbing your... stab into your bones. Yeah. It is, yeah. I was in so, so much pain, I didn't even know it. Right? It takes so yeah. long. Yeah. I was in yeah. so much pain that they when they stuck the needle in, I, I like didn't even register it. <laughs> oh my god! Like, yeah, I, was was just, I genuinely considered masked. asking if they were doing something wrong when they were put, when, they, when they gave me the painkiller <laughs> because it hurts so much. But that's kind of yeah. funny because the both now they both do topical always... first, which makes a big difference. It does. Bo- it does. Yeah. Both times There's I went like, to, to have anesthesia gums. on my mouth. Well, it's like currently it, kind uh, of broke up there. Yeah, I was saying that both times I, I had anesthesia in my mouth, I uh, I was also under pain. And I, yeah. you know, it, it hurts the the shot, but it's not, you know, it's not like no. Keith is making it out to be. It's like pressurey. It, it was yeah, really, it it's just if really you're already uncomfortable. In pain, you won't even like. I was in so much pain that I didn't even register. <laughs> yeah, like how bad That's it was. Yeah. Why? Like, I've, I've been in way more pain before, but that shot was just mm. like intensely uncomfortable in a way where it feels wrong and you want it yeah, to yeah. stop. It goes into <laughs> Please stop. It feels like it goes into your sinus. Like it feels yes, like it goes into it your It feels bones. impossibly deep somehow. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't the feel like there's enough room connect. for all the stuff they're putting. Like it feels like they're putting a lot into your mouth and it's like, where is it going? Like there's yeah. just bone there. Like where where is this yeah. pocket of it's like, going into anis- the bone? Yeah. But, I, but was, I remember, yeah, I remember tell you the like take a deep breath and wiggle your toes and you're like, yeah. what? Yeah. Oh my God, <laughs> For me, the That's funny the wisdom teeth story, though, is my brother, because he's got this thing where if you say no, if you say tell him not to do something, he does it immediately. He always just re- re- reacts That's to the, the opposite he's, way to any rules. Punk. And so now he's in <laughs> drug mode. 
And so the, fir- the first thing they tell you is don't open your mouth, don't stretch your mouth or anything like that. And he's just like, oh, God. He's like he, go- he goes into the fucking bathroom at our house and just is looking in the mirror. He's like, Aah! like all the oh, way no. open. And he's just bleeding everywhere. And it's like, no, no, no. no. <laughs> That's how you get like a dry socket. Like it's, he was like just causing himself weeks of pain and, and bad mm-hmm. recovery in I'd... that moment. And, we, and, he would, and he couldn't talk him out of it. It was so frustrating. I'm so glad I, I don't do that at all. That sounds awful. <laughs> yeah. I just saw the whole bunch and i remember like telling my mom that i really wanted a slurpee and while she was getting me a slurpee i uh i was like crying and then taking pictures of myself crying and then crying looking at the pictures of myself crying and i wish i wish that i still had these pictures because they were so fucking funny it's just it's just pictures Mm -hmm. i took of myself crying and i would just i looked at them and made me cry more like i had empathy for myself (laughs) they they, they were like like bad drunk night looking pictures they were not very good (laughs) my uh my other anesthesia story was uh i was getting uh, a post put in or something like that so they put me under uh i woke up from the anesthesia and i was like damn i feel like i just slept really really well because like the operation was at like 6 a.m and like when i woke up it was like 11 or 12 or something in the afternoon it's like mm, mm, that was refreshing <laughs> but uh it turns out that the thing that they had used in my mouth i was allergic to and i didn't know that oh, no. so oh that was a very 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 rough uh <laughs> two or three days afterwards where i was like is this supposed to be really really painful followed by is it supposed to be coming out of my body on its own because it was literally just being rejected. It was rejected. Like my immune system was like pushing it out. And I was like, that doesn't look right. Uh, That's a lot of blood and pus. <laughs> so yeah. I had to go back. Uh, but yeah. now you know. I hate this entire idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've had a really Anytime rough put anything. dental life, but. Oh, well, that's, yeah, mine's, that's mine's what happens boring. when you don't grow up with dental insurance or anything like that. It's like, well, yep. oh, God. you get to fucking you get to go to the dentist once a year and uh, hope it goes well. All I've had is <laughs> yeah. one one wisdom teeth removal and one cavity ever. ever. Wow. That's the only two that's dentist lucky. things that have happened. I take amazing care of my teeth now. Because I got fucking good dentist and good dental insurance, but I'm sh- shit, man. <laughs> I'm going to be dealing with this fallout from the first 25, 26 years of my life for oh boy, the next seven years of my life before it's all over. Yeah, it's the whole process. I love my dentist, but every time I go in, she like while she has her hands in my mouth, she like, starts talking to me about like Jesus. She's very sweet. She's this very nice, uh, like little Vietnamese lady, and like I love her. But yeah, no, she only waits until after I can't talk before she starts talking to me about about like being saved by Christ and stuff. And I'm like, I wonder That's if she has like, hilarious. is she talking to me specifically? Like, does she think I'm some sort of like deviant, <laughs> or is this just, or does she just, is it just her shtick? I don't know. I don't know. It's all she can think about. She's just a big fan. I love, I love the idea this that, Jesus like, guy, big fan of his work. I love the yeah. idea. The moment you're unable to respond back, that's when she brings it up. Not like yeah. not, but it's she how you like, avoid all the pesky questions. 
<laughs> I, 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 just, I just like I just look at her receptively and I just you know I, I just like mumble like mm-hmm, with her hands uh, in my mouth you know uh, and then I just and I leave and then my teeth are good so it's all right nice. yeah. because of Jesus mine, because, yeah Jesus he's the best dentist of all yeah mine I think is like an old I think she used to do chill like I think she used to work at a children's dentist office or like she prime something about like uh her her habits are all clearly revolved around dealing with children. Or she, maybe she's oh, dealing with nice. you that so way. So they're perfect, right? But maybe she's no, like, so she like, thinks no, you need extra way, sweetness. I, which would be, that would make sense. Uh, I go in there very uh, sternly. But no, the um, she she talks this way like to everyone, even her coworkers. Like she, the way she like interacts with them is like, hey guys, how's it going? Here's the thing. And it's like, there's so many like weird emphasis and like she drops it. She's like, oops, made a mistake. Darn it. And like, it's like what? what? She sounds doing? cute. And like, and she's in my teeth. She's like, all right, make sure you hold up your left hand if it hurts and your right hand if you're acknowledging. Uh, mm-hmm. Does it hurt? And then I like, don't hold up a hand. She's like, good job. And I was like, Aww. ma'am, I'm not like Jeez. five years old. Like get That's basic cute. commands. And yeah, but it's she, like, it's, but then there's other dentists like the, but like, and she's just the person who does. Uh, but she's only the person who does the uh, like the prep work. She's the not hygienist. the one who does the actual. Yeah, but she's not like, yeah. the one who does the root canal. So the root canal person comes in and is like super stern. It's like, <laughs> all right, look, we're gonna do this and this. Go ahead, put your headphones on. Here's the light. Like, here's the glasses. Go ahead, lean back. Please put your head this way. I'm gonna put the thing in now. And it's like just quick, 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 quick like quick fire wrap. It's like, thank you. This is what I want. Thank you, sir. Just, like, <laughs> Keep, let's get good this cop, bad cop, my oral cavity. Yeah, like I, I don't. Well, I want to be as efficient as possible. Sentence. I don't want like. <laughs> I think I'm gonna. I think that's all I got energy for today. I got. Yeah, we're. I got to bow guys. We're, I think we're ready to just close things up today. Oh, okay. So if you want to send in your fun. questions, Thanks send them to Dialect Choices Podcast yeah. at gmail Sometimes we talk about video games, but most of the time we talk about stocks and dentists. stock market <laughs> advice. Yeah, this was all advice that this you should follow. Podcast, definitely not. <laughs> this is nothing no but financial advice. Invest in false teeth. I'm telling you, it's going to be as good as gold. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Now. See you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.